Well, round four of the NBL got underway last night and it was a really good win for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Winners over the 36ers, 102 to 85. Joining us down the line this afternoon to chat all things hoops is Australian basketball icon Shane Hill. Good afternoon, Shane. G'day, Matt. How are you going? Very well. How are you doing, Shane? And uh, yeah, what have you made of the start to the NBL season? It's been fantastic. I think the quality of the league continues to take another step forward and um you know great to be able to have basketball back after the world cup and uh very very even competition so far it is uh if you had to pick one team um to date who's impressed you the most i i think it'd be a dead heat i think melbourne united for what they've been able to do at the defensive end but find ways to be able to eke out wins on the road by scoring enough points but holding the opposition to really low low scores and and now with JLA coming back tonight um, that's going to be important for them and and then the Sydney Kings I mean they've had a total overhaul of their roster but they haven't skipped a beat they've really played a completely different style to Melbourne United they want to get up and down they put a lot of points on the board and they've got a lot of depth to their roster as well and knowing that Hogue's out a fantastic import. He's coming back soon, and um, so they're probably the two favourites mm. right now. Uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix last night a really good win against the Thirty Sixers, one hundred two to eighty five. Mitch Creek certainly came to the party with twenty three points. He had some good help as well, though, with Brown, Cummings, Williams. So uh, they looked good last night. They they did, and um, you know I think they're a serious threat this year. I think that big four of the two guards and and, and the bigs that they've got offensively, anyway. Um, they're in a really good position. They played well last night. They weren't up against uh, against much, though. The Adelaide 36ers, they've mm. been pretty hapless so far this season. But um, it was a convincing win, and I think they'll get confidence now that uh, Brown is off injury, sort of uh, restricted minutes as well. He's a quality player, and they can score from a number of areas. Yeah, the 36ers, um, one and five. What did you make of the whole DJ Vasiljevic trade? And uh, he is now playing for the 36. It started really well last night, had 14 points in the first half. Um, yeah, what did you make of the whole DJ situation? Well, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, if you put a 36's cap on and as good a player as DJ is, he's the wrong position. You know, for me, they needed to be able to put all their money into Cooks. Um, Southeast Melbourne, you know, obviously had to sever ties with him now that Williams is back. I think they need a big. I think they've got enough guards to be able to play. And now they've got such depth in the guard position, then the other guards aren't playing. Sunday Detch doesn't doesn't play as much. Um, you know, so, you know, you, you, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I think they're confused. I don't think they have a strategy. They're all over the place. I think they're a bottom two team this season and um, it's going to be another disappointing year. Where do you sit on... The Perth Wildcats, they haven't had a great start to the year either. They sit at uh, two wins and three losses. It was a bad, bad round three for them. They went down to Melbourne United here at home and uh, then they lost to the Sydney Kings in the final game of the round. Um, what have you made of their start to the season? I, I think, you know, if you treated it like a stock market, you'd be buying their stock rather than selling it at this level. I think they've been disappointing so far but i like the pieces that they've got mm. i think they've they've got the personnel to be able to turn things around and we're so early in the season you know i think usher's been a really good find i think we haven't seen the best of him yet bryce cotton obviously we know what he's done over a long period of time and it's uncharacteristic of him to be able to play at this level at the moment so i feel like 
they're still finding their way. I think Pinder's going to be a great player for them. Um, they've got their pieces. I think they'll continue to get better. It might start this weekend with a big win against the Adelaide 36ers. Maybe they just need that confidence build up right there to be able to get that win and then um, start to turn things around. Yeah, they've definitely got the right pieces there. Would you start Alex Saar? Um, probably. I think he's got upside. I think he's going to continue to get better. We, we know that. He's going to be an NBA player. He's going to be a lottery pick. So you think that um, by putting him in that position, it's going to build confidence, whether he's the right fit um, with Penders, another question. But the way Saar's been able to pick and pop, I've been impressed with him being able to do that and be able to hit the threes. So maybe that combination is a good one with three perimeter players and um, see how they go. But I think John really is going to start tinkering with that lineup and trying to settle on something once they start getting some results. Who should be their main scorer? Should it still be Bryce or, or should Jordan Usher take the reins? No, nah, Cotton's their main scorer. Everything has to revolve around Cotton. But I think that only helps Usher. I think when you've got such um, of a defensive scout all over Cotton, it makes it easier for Usher. Sometimes playing the second fiddle you know, is the best position to play because you can catch people by surprise where the defences aren't totally geared up against it. So that's why I think Usher's a really good piece for them. I think the Websters can be a good piece. Um, you know, Corey's been able to show that he can score, you know, as that third wheel on the perimeter as well. So um, I think over time they'll start to settle in. And when Bryce starts making some shots, then maybe that's going to carry them a little bit further as well. Jesse Wagstaff, he'll play his 450th game this weekend. Hasn't he just been a grade of the competition? Well, he, he's been incredible. And I, I think what he what he is, he's... he's you know, you should pin him up for all young kids to be able to look at and say, you don't have to be a superstar scorer to have an unbelievable career um, and to have, you know, an immense amount of success and play such a valuable role without scoring the basketball because he works hard, he's a true professional, he's a screener, he's a hustler. There's still roles like that left for people that can't score the basketball. Not that Jesse can't score, it's just that he, he chips in and he values the other parts of the game that makes the team better and makes the team win. And I think that uh, more kids coming up need to be able to evaluate what he's been able to do and add that to their game, and they'll have better careers. And, you know, he's been a sensation. All right, Illawarra and Melbourne coming up tonight. Uh, 4.30 tip-off, that's WA time. What are your thoughts on tonight's matchup? Well, Daly's out for tonight's yep. um, matchup, um, but JLA comes in. So the defence won't be as good. For Melbourne United, but, um, you know, I, I've been really disappointed in the Illawarra Hawks. I mean, they were talking about top four finishes and all of this, but that's not going to happen tonight. I think Melbourne United is absolutely going to slap them tonight and uh, they're going to continue on their merry way. And it'll be interesting to see what sort of level JLA's at. I was really impressed with Williams last night, considering he's been on the sidelines for so long. He came in like he didn't need a preseason. He was fantastic in it for... Uh, JLA does that, then watch out, Hawks. We've got the South East Melbourne Phoenix. They're taking on the Brisbane Bullets tomorrow at John Kane Arena. Do you see the Phoenix continuing on with their winning streak? And what were your thoughts on Aaron Baines, his suspension and his altercation with Adam Ford? Well, I, I think the, the time on the sideline from Aaron Baines, hopefully they're supporting him right now. You know, he, he needs support he needs a bit of counseling he needs to make sure that you know people need to make sure he's in the right headspace and um you know what we saw all the way across the board is not normal 
and not normal behaviour for a professional basketball, particularly for somebody of his age. Um, and, uh, you know, he needed to be suspended. I thought that, um, you know, the way the Brisbane Bullets came out and tried to point the finger at Adam Ford was unbelievably unprofessional. It should have been a fine, not just a slap on the wrist like the NBL did, trying to persuade everybody's opinions about what happened before the tribunal happened. But, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully he's being supported. And, um, you know, I think the Brisbane Bullets, they're, they're better than they were last year. But um, I'm not sure, like, they're really going to press for the top four. I think Southeast Melbourne are probably going to be too good for them, although it's going to be a lot tighter game than what it was against the, uh, the Adelaide 36ers. All right, so who's your top four then uh, at this stage? You, you said the Sydney Kings, you said Melbourne United. Who are the other two teams? Well, I, I, I'm not sure that you can actually pick a top four. I think, you know, things are going to change as the season goes on. But, you know, obviously Perth's going to be there. You know, the the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. I'm not sure they're going to win it, but geez, they're a tough team. Oh. I think they're really going to, you know, push for it. Um, we know Southeast Melbourne. Um, who's the other team that I'm I'm missing? Uh, uh, New Zealand. New yeah, Zealand New Zealand. Been, New Zealand have just come back. Great as well. Obviously, they're out of you know sight a little bit with their NBA game, but you know I like the roster they've been able to put together, and I think they're going to sort of push. I think that's your top six, mm. and anyone outside that, I don't think is is going to be able to seriously compete. But um, long way to go. Some other great games to come. The Thirty Sixers will take on our very own Perth Wildcats on Saturday. Uh, and then two games on Sunday, Melbourne United to face New Zealand. And a uh, great game to close out the round. The Sydney Kings will face the Tassie Jack Jumpers. Hey, uh, Shane, just before I do let you go, we've got uh, the NBA season not too far away. Who are your favourites uh, coming into the season? Who do you like? Jeez, I, I can't wait for this NBA season. Um, you know, I, I love what Boston have been able to do with Halliday there. Pazingas there, obviously, to go with their two superstars to make up a big four. Um, obviously, with Dame now going to Milwaukee, uh, they've got a big four as well, so that's going to be tough. Phoenix, you know, have done a good job putting their team together. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what Golden State do, obviously, with Chris Paul going into the point guard position over there, having a veteran presence. They're going to have to make some adjustments, as is he. But um, I think it's going to be an intriguing season. And you know the other person that I can't wait to see play is uh, Austin Reeves. He was unbelievable at the World Cup. He was probably the only American that was able to adjust to the FIBA rules. He's so intelligent. Mm. Um, you know, he sort of plays that third cog for the Lakers this year. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes as valuable as the other two big players of the Lakers. Yeah, really looking forward to the NBA season. I'm actually seeing two teams clearly above the rest. Uh, and I know it's very early days and the season hasn't even started yet. But I can't see anyone beating... Boston in the East, and I can't see anyone beating Denver in the West. I think that's going to be the finals, and I would almost put some money down on it, Shane, uh, I reckon, just the way that those two teams have shaped up. Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with with what Denver did last year, and when you keep a good core together of guys that have been there and been successful, I think it says a lot. But uh, obviously, Phoenix has got the talent, so they're going to come for them. But um, yeah, I'm more over Boston than I am uh, Milwaukee, but I think it's going to be an intriguing Mm. season, and uh, can't wait to see it tip off. Uh, how's Shyla doing? What's she up to at the moment? Well, she's uh, she's in the Euro League. She's playing in Poland. They won the Polish Cup, um, which is fantastic for us. She struggled in her first two Euro League games, um, shooting wise, but she had she went off last night with 21 first half points. And they uh, the team she's playing for it's their first season in in the Euro League, so it was their first ever win. So 
I was just talking to her before. She's um, very excited about it and continued to grow as a basketball player at such a young age. It's good to hear, Shane. A big thanks to you for jumping on the show this afternoon. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day. Good on you, Matt. Thanks, mate. Thank you. And there he goes, Shane Hill, Australian basketball icon here on Sports Drive this afternoon. A big thanks to him for stopping by.